Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods. Get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830-KLAA. My name is Sergio. I'll be your host. My co-host, Mr. Ron Hobbs, director of the AC Fishing Schools. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, everybody. All right. And then, um, you know, um, uh, for you, I didn't do one, but for this guy, I got to do one because, you know, it's very ceremonial, okay? You know, trying to reach from deep within the earth, coming up through that mud. I think today is mud because it was kind of wet out there today, right? So without further ado, the earthworm himself, Mr. Andrew Mack, okay, from Mack's Fish Reports, and also, let's see, West Outdoor News and IGFA. Good morning, earthworm. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everybody. All right. Good, good, good. And then, uh, Ron, we also have another gentleman, and we're going to have something to talk about with him today, okay? And I can't believe I called him a gentleman, but you know what? I could I could just call him Flat Top, right? Can I call him Flat Top, Ron? Ron, can I call him Flat Top? No. No? No, because his hair's not a Flat Top. But here, come on, Flat Top. But that is a good song for Steve. He comes up grooving up slowly. Okay, without That's further ado, Mr. Steve Carson, director of the Penn Fishing University. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Sergio. When you said gentlemen, I didn't know who you were talking about. I know. That kind of threw me off. I caught myself, too. I go, man, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> well, listen, um, before we do anything, Steve, you posted something that was really cool. I'm glad because you reminded me. You know, uh, now with a 360 license, I, I totally forget about it. But, um, folks, today, I'm telling you, right off the bat, it's a free fishing day here in California. Steve, you want to um, give everybody the information? Well, to be precise, it's one of California's two. The other one was already uh, back uh, in July. Light, it's not a free fishing day. It's a license-free fishing day, meaning that you do not need a license, a fishing license. Um, all the other rules still apply. All the limits, if something is closed, it's still closed. Um, gear restrictions, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it's not totally free, plus any of the, the different species like, like lobsters, for instance, um, or, or in the north, uh, surgeon, uh, if, if something requires a, a, um, a report card or a little punch card, something like that, it's all still required. So... There's definitely an asterisk to the free day, but what it does allow is it allows you, Sergio, or or you know any any uh, regular anglers to take out a, you know a relative, a kid, 
a neighbor, whoever, take them out fishing uh, without and let them give it a try without the, without the uh, the relatively high cost of a license. So it is, it is nice in that way. You still have to be um, uh, somewhat familiar with the rules. And uh, in, in California, there's uh, there's lots of things that are, that are closed. Um, in, in particular, in Northern California, they have all kinds of stuff. They're, they're not really that excited about the license-free day because all their inshore rockfish fishing is now closed as well as of, as of yesterday. And um, the salmon season, which is normally their most popular fish, is been closed all season. But uh, if you just want to go down to the local bay, the local surf, obviously out on the local piers, um, you haven't need, you don't need a license anyway. Or if you're going out on your boat and you want to take your neighbor, you want to take your, you know, your nephew or your in-law, you can do it without them having to have a license. But know the rest of the rules. Yeah, but I mean, I think it's important to, you know, we only have two of those days where you can take anybody that does not have a license that you might want to introduce to fishing. I mean, you know, your girlfriend, your your wife, uh, and in some cases, your husband, okay, because we got some ladies that fish and their husbands don't. Um, take them out fishing, okay? This is a great opportunity to see if they like it and stuff. Uh, not so much for the kids, because the kids aren't going to need it until they're 16, but um, definitely get on there, take them out fishing. Today is the day. Take advantage, okay? So that that's some, the one thing I wanted to make sure we talk about. Okay, I'm going to shoot right over to the earthworm, okay? Uh, Ron thought you were on the Thunderbird t- uh, today, okay? But nope. He's fishing with me tomorrow on the Freedom Boat Club. So, uh, Earthworm, go ahead. Take it away. Tell me what's going on in the freshwater world. Yeah, so definitely, um, well, we're getting closer and closer to trout uh, season down here in Southern California. But if you're still looking for trout, there's is some options. Uh, you have Big Bear Lake. You have Gregory Lake, uh, Green Valley. All those places are still producing trout. Um not very much. I would say if you're going to go for trout, Big Bear is going to be your best bet. Uh, right now, guys are still getting them over there onshore uh, by the dam or by the red house. Uh, they're getting them on you know, soaking power bait with uh, you know, two-foot uh, Carolina rigs uh, uh, or they're inflating night crawlers. Or some are even you know, throwing lures or jigs, you know, getting them really far out there. Uh, if you're on a boat, though, that's, that's still the number one producer for the trout. Uh, trolling, uh, definitely trolling, uh, or even doing like a drift if you're going out to the middle of the lake and you're just kind of turning your boat sideways um, and doing a drift, uh, that's also producing fish uh, down this way. If uh, if you're looking for like a creek kind of fish, uh, Turbuco uh, Creek right there in Orange County, uh, they're actually having a state stock this week, um, which the fish should already be in there, um, you know, with Turbuco Creek. Uh, over there in Los Angeles County, uh, you have Jackson Lake. Uh, they had a state stock, as well as Crystal Lake up there off of Zusa. Um, they're also having a state stock. So there, there is some options, um, you know, still to get uh, the trout down this way. Now, the Sierras, that's a whole different story. The Sierras right now, I don't know, because maybe it's getting later in the year or this weekend, you know, they, they a lot of those lakes had a lot of private stocks which they put the bigger fish in for the holiday weekend. But it seems like there is just a a solid amount of fish coming out. Like uh, uh, the Sage Clan is up there right now fishing a mammoth area. 
yesterday there was uh, five of them out there, and uh, between the five of them, they had probably around 20 trout or so, um, but 10 of those trout were four pounds and above. And to put that kind of quality of trout that's showing up, um, you know, some of these, you know, resort lakes and all that stuff, they definitely brought in the bigger fish uh, in those areas. Uh, hookup baits uh, is definitely producing. I know they were throwing uh, uh, the red crabs. Uh, they were throwing the, the chub. They have, um, uh, I think Chad came out with a newer color. He calls it the, the, the pyramid. I guess they would be the pyramid chub where it's a brown color with like a yellowish, uh, uh, like a yellowish body on it. Um, that one's producing up there, but it's it's been really good as far as the Sierras. Um, you know, and then, of course, you have, like, your other areas that are stocking the normal state uh, uh, fish there. Like, you have, like, Levining area, you know, Levining Creek, Levining uh, South Fork. Um, you know, then from there you have, uh, like, the Bishop area stocking, the Bridgeport area stocking. You know, again, it just depends on where you're going to fish. If you're going to be creek fishing like how we were uh, uh, two weeks ago, um, you definitely want to be very sneaky on these fish. So if you see a nice bigger pool and you you know expect fish to be there, don't just walk up standing straight up. You know, walk up where the sun's behind you and they can see you. They'll get spooked and they'll take off. Uh, best way to do it is to sneak up on there. There's even times where I'll actually crawl or get as low as I can, get in a good casting position, and and always my first two casts are in the front of the uh, front of the pool. The reason for that is that's where the bigger fish are going to be sitting. Because there's a reason why they're bigger because they eat first. So make one or two casts in the in the in the, um, the front of the pool, and then throw all the way in the back, and then bring it through. You know after that. But typically the first two casts you're going to either you're going to pick up the biggest fish in the pool there. Um, also don't be afraid to get in the water if if you're going to you know. It, obviously, if it's if it's dangerous conditions, don't go in the water. But if you're able to walk across and get to these other these spots that are across on the other side where there's not going to be much people going that way, that's usually another good spot where these fish are going to hide. Um, same thing. When I was up there, that's what I usually do. I just use I do like just walk across this way, that way, this way, that way until I find the nice areas that are you know that are holding the bigger fish, um, you know, and fishing that way. Now, if you're going to be lake fishing, lake fishing is going to be different. So typically, same thing up there is is you want to be jigging. I mean, you know, jigging is very effective. Um, soaking bait, that's also working too. Uh, chartreuse, power bait, uh, night crawlers, anything like that. <clears throat> or if you're going to be trolling, if you're on a boat and trolling, uh, definitely want to pull out the lead core. Um, I usually do, what I call it is stacking the rod. So what I do is, I'll have two rods, you know, because I have a uh, a two-rod stamp. I'll put one rod with lead core, and I'll put that out with, uh, what lead core is, it's a braided line uh, with lead actually in it, so it's weighted, so it keeps your lead. All right, hey, uh, hold on on that, hold on on that, so I'm not going to take a short break here. You didn't hear the All music. Right. Okay, yeah. We'll come back because that core is very important. All right, folks, we're going to take a break here. There's Angels Radio, AMA 30K LA, and we'll be right back. But you're going to have to serve somebody. Yes, indeed. You're going to have to serve somebody. Well, it may be the devil or it may be the Lord, but you're going to have to serve somebody. Angels Radio AM 830 
Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily Adventures, Lifelong Memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose baits, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM Sorry, Leilani, I kind of got stuck. I love it. Anyway, folks, you're on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles. I got a message for Dan and Beverly. Have a nice day. Okay. And um, well, let me go back. Wait, wait. Let me go back to the earthworm. Let him finish. Okay. All right. Let's go to let's go to the earthworm. Finish up. And folks, uh, like we all like Steve Carson always does. Go to Friends of Angler Chronicles on Facebook. Become a member of the group. A uh, lot of illustrations. Uh, you've got your hands full today, Scott Carson. Well, you know, Andrew keeps spitting out all these great, great tips. He's talking really fast. It's hard for me to keep up with it. So <laughs> You're doing a pretty good job. You're doing a pretty, pretty good job. Excellent. Okay, I also want to give a big, huge shout-out to our, our buddy Doug Rubin. Has a nice photo with a, with a nice Dorado he caught this week, it looks like. So good morning, uh, everybody. Jonathan and uh, Rubin. Doug Rubin. All right, everybody have a great day. Okay, let me go back to you and let you finish there, uh, Earthworm. It's all yours. Yeah, so definitely. So if you're going to be trolling uh, on some of these, you know, lakes up there, um, it's very important to have the two setups. So the one with the lead core, uh, like I was saying, it's an actual lead-weighted line. Uh, and what that does, it allows your lure to go even lower than as it normally would. So let's just say if you're throwing a flicker shad and the typical distance that it's going to be swimming is between that 8 to 12 feet, if you go three to four colors of lead core, uh, you're going to be in that 16 to 18 foot column uh, around there. And then what that allows you to do, especially if you have a few people on the boat, is what I call it, we call it stacking the rod. So I can put the lead core rod out, let it sit there. I can put a, just a straight mono setup, 
with a you know two pound mono with the same exact lure, put it right on top of of the other one, and you'll never cross the lines as you're just as you're um, uh, uh, trolling behind the boat because they're they're sitting at a different distance. But it also allows you to work a different water column. So with this with this method, I mean, you can run you know if you have another guy on your boat. Uh, you can have four rods typically, you know, on a little 12-foot, you know, dinghy, and you don't have to worry about anything, you know, as far as getting getting tangled or anything like that. You know, that that's to say that, you know, when you're making a turn or anything like that, you're not making a really tight turn. Obviously, you want to make, you know, the big round kind of circles, uh, you know, going that way. Another thing to look for when you are trolling on these lakes is, is uh, um, if, you, if there's a way maybe the road's higher up than these lakes, Look around the lake and see where the lighter color is going to the darker color, meaning that there's drop-offs or any kind of, of shelves or anything like that that are in the water. Um, or, you know, some of these lakes you can actually find different, you know, uh, topography maps uh, for, the, for the bottom of the lake there. And then focus on those areas. If you're going to be trolling, find where those, where those uh, drop-offs are and troll right just outside that drop-off because, you know, trout, they... they they're, they're, they, eat, they eat aggressively. They eat bait fish. They eat bugs, anything like that. So they are ambush hunters as well. So what they're going to do is they're going to kind of cruise just the outside of that drop-off there and then wait for a smaller bait fish to swim by, and they're going to come up and ambush it the same kind of way. Uh, when I troll, that's what I look for, and typically that's where you're going to get most of the bites, especially those bigger brown trout, um, you know, because they're, you know, they're fish eaters. They're, they're going to eat, you know, smaller rainbows, Baby rainbows, baby shad, whatever, whatever kind of bait fish is in that water, uh, they're going to eat those, um, along with you know bugs and different things like that. But typically, if you keep that line, um, and and again, if you have electronics, it makes it that much easier. But you know, I know some of these rental boats, they don't provide electronics, so um, you know, kind of that's kind of some things to look for as far as that. Um, as if, but if you're going to be, you know, it just depends on how you're going to fish it, um, but. Typically trolling, that's how I would look at it that way. Now, if you're going to come back down this way and you're looking for catfish, uh, different things like that, uh, you know, you have uh, um, uh, uh, Santa Ana River Lakes this week. Uh, they just did a double stocking. If you watch their video, they literally had a full truckload of fish between 5 and probably 11 pounds, I would say, in that average. Most of them in that, that 5 to 8-pound range. Uh, a full truckload of those, and they move it around the lake to spread, you know, to spread them out. And then they brought in a second truckload of fish of all the catchables from that that two to two to three pound range. So there's a lot of fish uh, happening right now at Santa Ana River Lakes. What a common way to catch these catfish is uh, definitely you want to use the Mac bites on a Carolina rig. Uh, basically, what I know Steve posted the uh, um, the diagram last week. So basically, you're using a little slider, uh, uh, typically. I'll throw in like a, maybe a half ounce slider, a small swivel, and then you have you know a leader, a foot and a half to two foot leader, uh, either with a, a treble hook or a single hook. Um, you know, hook it a couple times on that that mac bite. If you have it, even put some extra the Cajun uh, bite on Cajun on there. Throw that out there, get a good chum slip going, and uh, you'll pick up the catfish that way. Well, let me ask um, you a question. Let me that, stop. Let me stop you there. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, 
why why a Carolina ruin? She's just I mean the weight of the McBite. I mean that'll sink it. I mean, do you even want to put any weight whatsoever? Because one of the things I did notice is when a catfish will bite, if they feel any type of resistance, they'll tend to let it go. Okay, um, and you want them to swallow? What? Well, well, that's a great question. I'll answer that as well. But I want to hear Steve Carson's take on that. Why a Carolina rig? Because I have my theory. And, and okay, well, let's see what Steve Carson says. Go ahead, Steve. Well, well, like most things with fishing, there's no hard and fast saying you always do such and such. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than listen to Sergio, <laughs> or, or, or not. Um, on the bass rod, Dan. On the bass rod. Um, <laughs> The, the difference is, is if you have to cast out a long ways, the sinker will help you do that. If there's any sort of wind that might blow your line back towards you or off to the left or right, you need a, you need a sinker for that. Um, not necessarily if the water is super deep, because, you know, most of these places, even when the catfish are quote-unquote deep, at least in the summer, they're only 15 or 20 feet down. They're not 100 feet down. So if you can get by with it, actually, fly lining or, uh, your, your mackerel is actually better. Again, uh, by many, many, many years uh, working for Irvine Lake and talking to a lot of people and fishing and just checking to see what the results were, if you can get by with no weight, then do so. But if, you're, if your line's going to get blown back directly to your feet by the wind, or if it's going to drift over to the left and get tangled up with your with your neighbor, then uh, use the sinker. Okay. You know, it's like any other sort of fishing. You've got to check the immediate conditions and react to them. All right, that's that's a very good uh, good answer. Okay, so uh, let me. Oh, you want to say something? I do. Um, I like a Carolina rig because when you do toss it out or cast it out. You can tighten that line up, and the sinker will hit the bottom and stay, and you can keep that um, uh, loose line out of the water. The only thing you're loose is where your bait is. So when a fish hits it, it immediately moves your rod. And the rod, if you have a good rod, which Fishing Syndicate does, mm-hmm. uh, it'll set the hook pretty much for you anyways. And, uh, you know, it's just a, a great, easy way to fish. And then you go out there and well, you know my lures. favorite place to catch right and catch these catfish is over there at um, Launch Point at, at Lake Elsinore. Okay? I know. Have you seen the pictures? Yeah, and um, I mean, by the way, yesterday they they uh, loaded up with uh, bass, cats, and bluegill. Okay. Uh, so they're really good. And I know I can see right here, I'm getting a report from uh, our dear friend Jonathan. He's fishing in the wind and rain. He says, right. crazy. Listen, the one thing I'll tell you there, uh, Jonathan, is the fish don't mind getting wet. So don't worry about the rain. Well, he brings okay. towels to dry them off. So they have no problem. <laughs> yeah. Now, so, uh, but, but let's go back to that. You know, uh, Lake Elsinore, I'll tell you, I would never put a. Um, a, uh, a Carolina rig, but I, I never thought about the wind that, that Steve Carson says. Okay, I've exactly. never, I've never had that problem. Okay, because I, I figured if you're next to me and I tangle you, oh well, you tangled me. Well, when you when you go out to, when you go out to Mammoth, and I know uh, there's a lot of wind a lot of times. Well, but not that's trout. That's a little bit different. I, know, than, I understand, but that's why you do that. Yeah. I, I like the fact that even if your bait moves, it's a good thing for for catfish. Okay, because you know they, Steve, they're blind, so they're gonna. It's all 
smell and vibration. And so if the bait's moving on the bottom, it's creating some type of a vibration. They feel it. They come to it. You're kind of a, kind of an attractant plus the 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 bite on. So, but anyway, you know what? That that's the wonderful thing about fishing. You can fish any way you want as long as you get positive results. There are some ways that are better than others. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, you know, and um, you know, I just got back from British Columbia and brought some of our techniques up there and they first look they shake their head it's not going to work and then when they work so they want to they want to learn it so um I, I use some knife jigs that we use for tuna up there and for rockfish and they go wow okay the the big hookup baits they go wow the double hookup bait they go wow and, and you know the reverse dropper loop they don't know the reverse dropper loop. And I told them this gets, uh, this tends to keep your bait a little bit lower to the ground and uh, halibut like it. So, you know what? There's just um, different ways of fishing. As long as you're successful, uh, it's all good. Um, Jonathan says, definitely a Carolina rig. He has to be part of the, he's part of the earthworm team. Okay. And fly lining <laughs> is great for Lenny or So he, I guess he's, he's very diplomatic. I love that about Jonathan. So he's got us both. Okay. So yeah, um, you're right. Uh, there's just different ways. What's the deepest point in, um, at, at uh, Santa Ana River Lakes? Do you know? I want to say it's around 20, 23 feet. Okay. Um, I want to say Lake Elsinore, well, it was, it always around 19, but with the extra water, I don't know, maybe it's 22, 23. So you really don't need a lot of weight to get it down there. Okay. If you're using a chunk, okay. Of bait. Now I use, a, I mean, I don't cut my, my, um, my, my, my baits. Okay. The, the bite on. I leave the whole thing. I put a bigger hook because if a little one comes, I don't want to mess with them. I'm waiting for that bigger fish. So that that will sink pretty well, pretty pretty fast. Okay, and, and leave you a nice trail. But anyway, okay, that that's that's excellent. Uh, sorry for interrupting you with that technique, but you may continue. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, typically, no, listen, you know, you don't continue. Right. No, don't continue. Okay, because <laughs> I can hear music in the background. I love how I. All right. You see how I I took it to the point. Well, there. when we do come back, I want to talk about also stream or uh, stream fishing because there was something I wanted to say there too. But go ahead. Oh, Flomax, best thing for stream. All right, <laughs> folks, we'll be right back on Angels Radio AM eight thirty KLA the Zanga Chronicles. Why should we worry? No one will care. Look at the stars so far away. We've got tonight. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. 
machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The Burn Style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the Fuel Style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray-brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hi, it's Captain Dave Marciano here. I'm wicked excited to tell you about my new website, AngelicaSeafoods.com, where you can now order fresh local New England seafood shipped overnight right to your door. Go to AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio. AM 830. Welcome back, everybody. This is Angels Radio, AM 830 KLA, Chronicles. And you know what? The sky is gray, but it's because of the monsoon that we're having. We have monsoon conditions. Hey, before we go to to you, Andrew, let me let me say hello, good morning to a few people. We got uh, David, and let me see. We got here. I'm going through the list here, and uh, Julian. Uh, good morning. He's calling from Yuma. Well calling he's he's sending him a hello from yuma arizona saying you should be out dove hunting with him um i don't know can you can you hunt definitely yeah he hunts you know you know people that can't catch a carp on rod and reel have to shoot him with a bow and arrow that's all i'm gonna say well see see, with uh with julian like i would have went but i didn't want to outshoot those guys so, you know, I, oh, I think it's fighting words. This is fighting words. Okay. <laughs> I want to say good morning to Paul. Paul's in the, the Jersey Shore. Okay. Over there on the, all the way on the other side of the country. And Shay uh, in Las Vegas. Uh, let's see. We got Sal. He's listening uh, on the road to Fish Mexico in Sonora. Okay. Uh, gosh, let me see who else here. I'm going right through on the list. And you got a few you want to say hello to? I do. Bob Okai, get better, my friend, praying for you. Okay. Um, uh, Jim, 
and a couple guys we met yesterday uh, uh, on Thursday. I mean, uh, uh, Michael and um, oh, great uh, bunch Sam. of guys, yes, and we'll talk about guys, that. Right? But first, let me get right here because I'm sure that this is coming through a sat phone. Uh, Leilani, when you can queue up uh, TJ, please do so. Uh, this is Captain TJ Schlick from the El Dorado. So as soon as we can get him on. Um, and get them all queued up when we'll talk to TJ. But yeah, we had a really good trip uh, this week. We were on the Helena. Okay. Uh, well, we get TJ. You want to cover the Helena? Since you. Uh, oh, never mind. TJ. There we go. That's fine. Good morning, TJ. Hey, guys, good morning. What's happening? No, dude, dude, the thing is what's happening with you. My uh, God, this week, you got Dorado, Bluefin, Yellowfin, Yellowtail. Dude, you're going crazy. Man, you know, just pulling the trigger and doing what we got to do to survive, you know? Bobbing and weaving, sticking and moving. I love that. Bobbing and weaving, sticking and moving. Okay, so very good. Um, look, I, I've really enjoyed the photos you've been taking. I've been showing them on Angler Chronicles because it, it's so cool to see such a great fishery. And then you there, it's awesome. It's awesome. Okay, so uh, talk to me, TJ. No, you know, we're uh, on a two-and-a-half-day trip this morning. Uh, we uh, went down the line here. We're going to be doing our Dorado fishing here this morning and then moving out to chase the bluefin and then... Uh, Probably going to finish it up out on the Outer Banks there to see what they have to offer. Maybe some yellowtail and some bigger bluefin on the outside. So that's our uh, tentative game plan. Um, weather's good. Um, everything's holding. The water temperature is nice out here. Uh, fishing's uh, getting better as the season's going on. So we're uh, out here with a passenger load of 25, which is a good fit for this boat. And uh, we're all high expectations and hopes. We're just getting to the grounds. We've got about another half mile before we're... Uh, going to be stopping here and waiting for daybreak mm-hmm. uh, like i say we'll be uh, kelp patty fishing here for our dorado and maybe some yellowfin mixed in we had some uh, 30 pound yellows a couple of yellowfin a couple days ago mixed in with our uh, yellow our dorado so pretty good fishing uh, like i say it's uh, been been fun here the last couple weeks well listen i just got word from ron this morning uh, our October trip with you, I think it's a day and a half. Uh, is that, no, it's a two and a half day, the one that we're going to actually film. We're going to have two cameos, okay, from two captains. Captain Mike Blue and Captain, Captain Bruce, Bruce Root. Okay. Oh, boy. Oh, we're going to have some fun, brother. We're gonna, I mean, those guys, and Bruce, they're coming out fishing. Bruce is so excited to be on the El Dorado that he, cause he's never been on there. So right. he was telling me, uh, I talked to him yesterday, and he's been up in, Wa- well, he's in Washington now. He's been up in Alaska. He's been, you know, he's retired. And he's been down here. He's been running the Sport King now and then and been on the Victory a couple of times. So he's having a great retirement. But I am excited, especially to be on the El Dorado mm-hmm. with those Oh, it's, oh, it's going to be, I mean, with TJ and remember and, and I told them, um, you know, here's the, the, the deal. I remember one day Ron was on a white sea bass. Okay. I mean, I mean, <laughs> and there was quite a few people on uh, hooked up and the deckhand was with Ron. I said, you know what? Don't worry about that. I got Ron. Uh, just go help another passenger. And Bruce Root goes, well, who does he think he is? Did he write the book on everything you never needed to know about fishing? <laughs> and then when Ron landed it, he goes, well, maybe he did. <laughs> so no, it, it's going to be Comedy Central on that, that show. So it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. All right, TJ, uh, if people want to get on the boat, how do they do it? Uh, book through the website, longbeatsportfishing.com. You can call the Iceland Sea Phelps there at the landing at 562-432-8993. Uh, social media, we're on Instagram, 
also on Facebook there under uh, El Dorado Sport Fishing. Yeah, you also do a lot of work, guys, if you want. 976 Tuna, you're always reporting in, which is great. And you give a morning report, a wrap-up report. I love them. I use them, too. We, we, we share those on social media as well. So absolutely. Okay, so get it done. And Long Beach Sport Fishing, looking forward to being there soon, bro. Sounds like a plan. All right. Excellent. Hey, keep nailing them, man. Just oh, absolutely. Awesome. Oh, hold on a second. Uh, don't go anywhere, TJ. Um, Leilani, I have a request here. Can you please put up Captain Rick Scott of the Ocean? Honestly, he goes, put me on with TJ. How's that? So, TJ, say hello to Captain Rick. Captain Rick, say hello to Captain TJ. Hey, Rick. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you? We did exactly what you're going to do yesterday. It worked out pretty good. Very nice. It's good to know. <laughs> well, you know, it's cool because the last two times we fished on the El, yeah. on the El Dorado uh, or the ocean, honestly, you guys are, are near each other, which is kind of cool. Well, no, well, that's because they're using each other's chum line. I think that's smart. Oh, you th that's, that's yeah. what it is? <laughs> yeah, that's what it is? Okay. All right. Help sometimes. <laughs> okay, so since I, got yeah, both, if, since I got both of you here, are you both fishing the same area? No. Ah, so, so, so you're down south, Rick? No. We did that yesterday. We went and got our Dorado yesterday. We went up to the island. We got our big blues in, and then they wanted to come put the anchor down. Mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm pretty much sitting right exactly where TJ was the last time I saw him. Not on the upper bank, the lower bank here. Okay. Right. See if we, see if we, see if we can catch the yellowtail. I got Very your spot. Nice, Sorry. That's all right. Keep it warm. I'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> well, I love you guys. And, 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 folks, you know, what I love about this particular conversation, you're looking at Angler Chronicles' two flagships. In the L.A. area, obviously the El Dorado, and in the San Diego area, obviously the Ocean Odyssey. And uh, you guys are family, your brothers, Captain TJ, Captain Rick Scott, um, Ocean Odyssey, and El Dorado. We just we love you guys, and uh, we have so much fun on your boats. You guys got great crews. What I, I, you guys make me laugh, which is that's what I need. Okay, when I go out fishing, that's what I need. Laugh. Okay. In fact, Rick, we're with you next week. Okay. We got two and a half day leaving Tuesday. We are going to film this. I will let you know. This is going to affect both of you. Uh, John hit me up yesterday for two brand new GoPro 11s. Uh, so we've got all the all the GoPros. We got everything going on. So it'll be great. Right? We got the 360 camera now. We're trying out. Obviously, the drone will be up in the air and everything else that we do. So looking forward to filming with Rick. And then in October, we film with TJ. Okay, so um, love it. I look forward to these trips all the time. Okay. All right, TJ, um, give me um, where do they actually book a trip with you on the El Dorado? Uh, so once again, it's at longbeatsportfishing.com, booking online under Boat El Dorado. Uh, if you're having troubles with the website, you can call the landing. It's 562-432-8993. Excellent. All right, TJ, say goodbye to Captain Rick Scott. All right, Rick, have a good day on the outside there. All right, you two. Good luck on your Dorado. Hopefully, we'll see you tonight. We're going to run back in there tonight. Okay, put some more of those sleepers on the boat. So, good luck. Good luck. All right. We'll All talk right. To you. Excellent. All right, Rick. Are you ready for the thunder that we're coming? We're coming at you on Tuesday. Um, are you ready? Did you get all the ice rods? No, they did not come in. I know I was all dis I was disappointed, but the, the they are coming. They just are not going to make the um, 
Dude, you know how hard it was to get 20? I ordered 25. You know how hard it was to get 25 of them? Okay. Just, in the summertime? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So for those people that don't know, what I wanted to do was one hour throughout our two-and-a-half-day trip, you could only fish with an ice rod. And I was going to provide them, but, you know, just I just don't have enough. So you bring the three that you have, and then you, me, and Ron will, will well, we'll let people try it out. You know, we'll, we'll have a few. You still have the three on the boat? Um, I'll have to look. I know uh, two of them needed reels, I think. Yeah, I've been putting mine to get used here the last, the last week and well, a half. Well, I still have one, so. Okay. And yeah, we'll figure something out here. All right. So um, it's all good. Uh, let's see. Um, so we'll be with you two and a half day. Where have you. So, so you go south for the Dorado and then you go over to the Tanner Island behind San Clemente? Uh huh. Hello? Rick? Oh, yeah, the sat phone might have gone. Okay, we'll wait okay. for Rick to come back. Okay, yeah, but Ron, we're going to be on the Ocean Odyssey. I'm loving it. I'm loving uh, yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's one okay. of the, you know, the El Dorado and the um, Ocean Odyssey. They're just um, great crews, great time. Uh, Rick, Rick's family. Yeah. In fact, I got Rick Ron on us. Are you back, Rick? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, uh... What were we talking about? Uh, we, where you were, where you're fishing. So we'll probably start south, get some uh, Dorado, and after we get our Dorado yeah. limits, head over to uh, the Tanner Cortez behind San Clemente, yeah. get the bluefin. The secret I, spot. Yeah. Have you seen any yellowfin? Um, yeah, there's some yellowfin down below there. We haven't been fortunate enough. I, I think I'm just not patient enough on drifting on the kelps mm-hmm. and waiting for that yellowfin because once we catch our Dorado. Which happens, which has been happening pretty quick. Um, I try to get out of there um, without hurting too many Dorado because I, you know, my code group. We got other boats are waiting to get into the, the kelps and catch some fish. So we mm-hmm. usually catch ours and call somebody in and, and take off. But I know some of the guys that have been hanging out and drifting on the kelps, you know, for a long time. Eventually, that yellowfin will get on you and you catch some yellowfin. Right. We'll yeah. See, we'll see if we can do that on our trip. We'll see if we can uh, size of the bluefin you've been catching at night? Everything yesterday was, we got up here at 3 o'clock, immediately got on a school, um, 100 pounders. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're, they're, they're averaging about 100 pounds. Wait until I tell Rhonda. But, but that. it changes It changes every day. Yeah, no, um, but wait. We'll catch Wait until I tell 30, Rhonda. She, Rhonda wants one of those 100-pounders so bad. I said, okay, babe, we're going to get a shot at it. You can have two nights that you get a shot at it. So it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, look, and we're looking forward to this trip. I think we're sold out. So um, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. All right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, John's got a, a whole bunch of new gear. He wants to, He's all excited about trying all these new GoPros and everything else. It'll be fantastic. Okay, fantastic. Okay. Can't wait. All right, Rick, uh, where do people get hooked up? Do you have any space for the rest of the year? I, Yeah, we do. I think in October. October. We have, we've got space October, November. But uh, we're, I think, pretty much sold out for this month. This month was not a lot of open party trips. We had a lot mm-hmm. of charters. But next month we can Well, let me tell you, in October, we have the trip with you. And then in November... Those two months, I'm really light on schedule. So, uh, Ron, why don't you look up a couple of them and we go, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll hijack the boat. We'll just come in and we'll just go fishing with, with them. Well, we can just go fishing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what I love all you to can do. Bring, all you, you, can, all, you can do that, but all you can bring is an ice rod. 
Don't tempt me because you know I, I have one. So I'll I'll put uh, some uh, thirty pound on there and we'll be okay. You know what we're going to do? What we ought to do between now and then? Go to a couple of these tackle shops. See if we can find a few of them, and maybe people can just take turns. Okay, we can do that. We can get five or six of them, uh, five or six people at a time. You get half an hour, and whatever your biggest fish, we'll do. Do you have one of those? Uh, can you do? Um, you got a scale over there, don't you? Uh, yeah, we have a scale. All right, so all we do is yeah, we, we get... do the Dorado. We do the Dorado. They should be able to, uh, if it stays like it is right now. No, no, no. no. I want them to do. I, I want them to do a bluefin. Oh, well, come on. Yeah, you're not gonna have. You have the first yeah. bite. You're not gonna have any fishing line left. That's. I just want to hear. So I want to see things blow up. Tackle store later today. And yeah, I'll, but maybe we pick up a few of them. Okay. Them. Yeah. Nobody's had them. Yeah, that's the other thing. I was in two shops yesterday. Nobody had it. But anyway, we look forward to being with you. What's the give all the information for the Ocean Odyssey? OceanOdysseyFishing.com. You can uh, book right online. Don't have to talk to anybody, get bothered, or you can uh, give Dina a call if you'd like at 619-889-4535. And if a trip is full that you would like to go on, uh, you can go online and get on a waiting list if somebody happens to back out. Yeah, that people don't realize that, okay? Absolutely. And, um, all right, hey, Carson, you know, you, you see, you should come and do these contests with us. Uh, ice fishing rod, they're, they're kind of interesting. <laughs> That's what you'll say. All right, hey, Rick, have a good good one, and we'll see you on Tuesday. All right, everybody have a great week. See all right. Th- thanks, bud. All right, folks, you're on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLA, the Zangra Chronicles, and we'll be right back. Hi, everybody. This is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio, AM 830. You ask me if there'll come a time when I 
Welcome back. I'm sorry, but I just I kind of keep listening to that music. I love it. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. You're listening to Angle Chronicles. All right, uh, Carson, as we were going to break, we talked about I, I invited you for the 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 ice rod, okay? And it's a small, you just posted a photo of it. It's probably about two and a half to three feet long with a spinning reel. That is so I much fun. A, I just posted a picture of what could possibly be you hooked up. <laughs> oh, my God. Let me look at it. Let me see. Let me laugh. Oh, Lord. Now, I will tell you this. I've done this before. And you know of all places where I did it? Cedros. Okay? And I was on the boat with Mark Agashi. And Mark, he was laughing at me when he saw it. And I go, dude. I mean, we, we got to get... The only thing is I put a bass reel on it, okay? A bait caster on it, okay? Um, and it was a little bit more... It was a little more than the cheap, cheap, cheap ones, okay? It was a little nicer rod. It was made for a bait caster. So I put a bait caster on, took it thinking, okay, I'm going to play around with this on Calico Bass. And then Mark says to me, Calico Bass, do it on a yellow, and I went, no way. Do it on a yellow. Well, we did it on a yellow. We followed it. Uh, both he and I cut a few yellows on the on that rod. It is just like the picture that you have there, just like that. Absolute chaos, okay? Uh, obviously, we had to follow these fish, but it was so much fun. So um, get ready, guys. I'm gonna, Ron and I will pick up a few of them. We'll take turns, and we'll do the biggest fish then. Ron, the biggest fish on... Uh, that particular setup, we'll let everybody take turns. Okay, we'll go by numbers, and we'll have something special to give away. How's you, that? You know, I'll run around. Yeah, I'll run around today. I got to pick up a couple of things. Like I said, I'm going to be at a tackle. You know, I know, I'll stop at a couple other if ones. If we have five, uh, it, that's what I'll try. We'll try to get time. five of them at least. I know I did see one one at a certain place, and I will head over there. Perfect. And then uh, we'll, we'll bring some line. Make sure we have line for these. I, I know Turner's had one. Okay, we'll so, pick up the one right, at Turner's. Right. Absolutely. All you, right. You know, Ron, uh, now ice fishing rods obviously are made for something specific, but they're not that, especially the, the, the rig that Sergio just described, which was uh, you know a, a, a couple steps up in quality on the rod, a little bit bigger, and made for a conventional reel. What he just described is a light slow pitch jigging rig which isn't which is intended for yellowtail well but they usually come with two pound test it was a brand name but it wasn't those little plastic ones that are yellow it was actually was you know black color it looked a little more professional but it wasn't that big of a deal okay it wasn't like a slow pitch jig rod i didn't pay hundreds of dollars by no means okay um it was i don't know it was under about 20 bucks i mean it, was, it wasn't anything major it was supposed to be more of a joke than anything well, i'm else. gonna have to have time to to strip the line out they come with two pound tests that's just not gonna even for a well, don't worry about it because we can bring just buy get a spool of well, line all we gotta do yeah i know all we got to do is hook one fish and that'll strip that line off and we can put new line on we'll <laughs> buy a couple spools of 20 okay 20 will get you a bit on the dorado yeah. and we'll have some fun all right, Steve Carson, continue. Well, we got Andrew. Well, continue. I was just, uh, I was just saying, if you know, it's not that much of a, of a, of a leap in terms of um, uh, the weight of the gear. People like to use light gear if they can get away with it. Uh, mm -hmm. It's more comfortable to fish with and more fun if the fish are not too big. 
Uh, slow pitch jigging is, like I say, what you described. Now, granted, you only pay 20 bucks for it as opposed to five. Um, you know, slow pitch jigging here is a lot more expensive. You know, you can pay several hundred dollars or if you go to the, to the JDM, Japanese domestic market imported stuff, just for the rod, you can spend a thousand bucks if you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can you can spend that much on the reel also, and even an inexpensive slow pitch reel is going to be, you know, in the uh, in the slightly sub three hundred dollar range. So it's it's a lot more expensive, but guess what? It's amazing what you can catch with it, as opposed to just goofing around. <laughs> you're, actually, you're actually fishing. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you right now, Andrew's coming through. I don't know if we can get him in time, Ron. He found them on Amazon. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, well, let's, let's see, let's see, let's see what we can get. Okay. What Amazon Prime is for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, Ron is actually Amazon Prime, so she's the Prime Queen. All yeah. right, so we'll, we'll make we'll make something happen here. But you know, we can we can pick up you know five to ten of them, and then we'll uh, yeah. We'll and have you know, some we'll fun. do two segments. We'll give each everybody person a half hour, and for an hour, everybody will, you know. Uh, yeah. So I mean, you know, he says he does it pretty quick. Yeah. So once once they're biting. You catch one fish, you weigh it, and then off you go. You got to turn the rod in, okay? When you when they got your your fish, you got to turn it over to the next. Yeah, we'll do something like that. It'll be a lot of fun, okay? All right. But does it have to be a bluefin? Can it be a dorado? Um, you know, it has to, it has to be whatever it is. I mean, so it'll be all. <laughs> It, it'll be all in that particular time. I'm not going to say, okay, you, you catch a little Dorado and then you go catch a big bluefin. No, 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 no. It's, it's whenever the fishing starts. These fish, these bluefin, I mean, these uh, Dorado, I've seen anything from about five pounds to yeah. about 30 pounds. So yeah. you never know what you're going to get. Right. Most of them are very, very healthy, healthy fish. So it's all good. All right. Excellent. Um, Danny just sent me a message. He'll be coming in. At uh, six o'clock in the morning, he's got a good show. That makes total sense. Uh, he did mention Margaritaville, and he didn't mention Jimmy Buffett. I didn't plan for it, Sheriff, but I mean, yeah, I guess I could probably look it up here, and, and we'll play one in his his behalf. Okay, I just can't go to break because the music's already set. But we'll, we'll play something during. Well, in case nobody knows what you're talking about, Jimmy Buffett passed away last night. Yeah, and uh, you know that's part of my my legacy and my culture and music and and uh, he's one of the, it's like one of the Beatles dying or something. You know, and I, just, like I wow. told you in the elevator coming up this right. morning, it's kind of somewhat poetic, you know, and that after in Lahaina you go to Margaritaville yeah. there, and then that burned down, and then he passed away. So it's kind of eh. anyway, yes. But we'll talk a little bit more with with uh, the sheriff when he comes in. Okay, so let me go back to the earthworm. Earthworm, you know, I'm going to wrap it up. I did get more information from Jonathan, and he told me that the lake there is at 26 feet, okay? So it's a little bit deeper there, okay? All right. John, uh, Earthworm, you want to finish it up then? Take it off Andrew? Mute. Take it off mute. <laughs> no, I think we might have, might have lost Andrew. Sorry, there we go. There you are. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah, so that, I mean, that pretty much sums up all the freshwater. I mean, with the trout and the catfish, and of course, you know, the bass are biting, the striper are biting. Um, like last week, you know, they had the double digit striper show up at uh, Diamond Valley when they're, uh, they're trolling those, uh, uh, those big white flies, uh, producer flies. 
but as far as fresh water, I mean, it's it's pretty much going off, same as salt water. I mean, I want to I want to get salty with it because there's a lot going on. Yeah, and then and then tomorrow you're going to be fishing with me, okay? But yep. we're going to take our the ladies out fishing tomorrow, okay? Uh, Sorry, Ron, Andrew. No, we're taking we're taking Rhonda and uh, Erica. Okay, I looked at the local water scene. Um, not much happening right now. Okay, however, you know what you and I are going to do? We're going to go straight out about five yeah. to ten miles, and we're going to be looking for those patties. If we can find that temperature break, we'll we'll do that for a little bit. And if not, we'll come in. Probably the Isers or the Horseshoe. We'll get some bass for the girls. Okay, so I'm going to bring the heavier rods that we control. We got Mad Max. We got all kinds of stuff that we control. Okay, so yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I want to make this about the girls. You know what I'm saying? Let the girls have some fun and catch some fish. All right. So I've never seen Erica fish. I'm gonna see Erica fish. That'll be fun. Oh, she she's good. You know she's good. Um, She'll get them. Yeah. Well, you 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 taught her how to how to fish with light line uh, for little fish. Now I'm gonna teach her how to use light line for big fish. How's that? She's gonna. She gets the fish with Uncle Serge. There you go. And the bass rod. So Dan and Beverly, we're gonna be using a lot of the bass rod tomorrow. So it'll be good. It'll be good. All right. Uh, let's see. I do want to move into the saltwater scene because it's just been unbelievable fishing. You go down south, Steve Carson. I know you monitor that, and so does Ron. San Diego, just a day boat, half day, three quarter day, and full day. It's limits of Dorado. It's limits of Dorado every single day. And the Dorado, I've seen all kinds of sizes, some small ones I wish they would have released, but I've also seen some very, very good models. What have you seen, Steve? Uh, a mixture of sizes. Uh, you know, like any other fish, when Dorado swim in a big school, it tends to be, you know, mostly fish that are the same age. Mm-hmm. So if you're catching a whole bunch of small ones, you might want to move. Uh, because uh, chances are most of what's in the in the water where you are are going to be about that same size. But if you got a good average size, you know you got uh, you, may, you know maybe ten twelve pounders. Uh, you know, uh, keep fishing. Be very very if you're fishing out of San Diego on your own boat, be very mindful of where you are. Um, if you're on a party boat, uh, you know Captain Rick, etc. They know exactly where they are. But uh, if you're on your own boat. Be mindful because if you're on the Mexican side of the international border, and by the way, the international border out in the ocean is not straight. It kind of does a couple little zigzags. Um, if you're on the Mexican side of the border or if you've even passed into it, the limit per person on Dorado, no size limit, but the total limit per person is two. Mm-hmm. Um, that means if you have three people in your boat, you can have six. Um, If you're on the United States side of the border and you've stayed there the entire time, then the limit is 10. Right, 10 per person. Yeah, you can have 30 of them. All right, listen, hang on to that thought. Um, We're going to take a short break here. Hour number one's in the books. And when we come back, we'll talk to the sheriff, okay? And we're going to get really salty. All right, folks, you're listening to Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA, and the Zangler Chronicles. Welcome. 
welcome back to our number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Welcome back, everybody. You're on Angels Radio, AMA 30K LA. This is Angler Chronicles, and you already know. If you, if you don't know, you've been under a rock for 10 years. But this is the theme song to the sheriff, the jig slinger himself. And Leilani, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to drop the music real fast because I want to go ahead. And since it was your idea, uh, Danny Jackson, producer of Angler Chronicles, CEO of Filmdom at Angler Chronicles, the sheriff, the jig slinger himself. Um, this one goes out to you, buddy. Okay. We do have to, Jimmy Buffett was important to you, right, Ron? Well, yeah, he was just part of the culture that changed music in a different way, uh, lighthearted and, and good. Um, yeah, it was just, uh, he, he was really instrumental in our history of music. That's all there is to it. All right, excellent. All right, so uh, there you go, Jackson. Good morning. <laughs> well, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. I, I'm, I'm glad you played that because it's, I, when I turned on my computer to go to AM830 here this morning, I first thing I saw on the news was about Jimmy Buffett. Boy, that's, that's sad. Only 76 years old. My gosh. Uh, in, in, in my world, that's young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Anyway, well, no, I, I, I just want to make, uh, you know, since I do it before I forget, Jack, because if I forget, I'm not going to forget. I'm not going to forgive myself for this one. Okay, we were talking about Lake Elsinore. In two weeks, are you going? Yes, Saturday the 16th? the 16th. Okay, yes. perfect. We're talking, folks, about the Mariachi Fest. Ron's going to go too. I'm going to take Rhonda. Andrew, are you going to be in town? Uh, when is it? The 16th. Saturday, Saturday the 16th, Mariachi Fest. We've got to get our conga line going. Okay. Of course. All right. And how about Carson? You want to come? I will be at sea. You. I already, in fact, you, I'll remind you. That's right. That's right. I, I saw your message. You that yesterday. Yeah. Thanks for remembering. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Mariachi Fest takes takes over. So, folks, Lake Elsinore at the Storm Stadium. It was so much fun. Um, great crowd. Uh, great music. And uh, they go from, like, classic mariachi to modern mariachi. And it's some really good people. Um, come on down. I think we're going to get a table. I think uh, Jonathan said he's working on it, so we'll make it happen. So if you want tickets or information, go to L-E-M, or actually L-E-MariachiFest.com, all together. L-E for Lake Elsinore, MariachiFest.com, and we'll get you set up. All right, excellent. Thank you, Jonathan, for keeping me posted there. All right, uh, talk to me, um uh, sheriff. Yeah, well, I, we are looking forward to Mariachi Fest. Uh, Carrie and I have been talking about it, but you know, uh, let me, well, not talking about it, we're planning on going. Um, you know, I haven't, first of all, I just wanted to say it's, it's always nice on Saturday mornings. First thing I do is say hi to the, to the, our listeners on Facebook, Friends of Angler Chronicles, you know, there's always quite a few there that show up and say good morning. It's, that's nice of them to do that, and I, like you, Sergio, I try to respond to, to all of them. But uh, no, I haven't been fishing this last week, as you know. Uh, my wife Kathy has a broken ankle, and so mm-hmm. she's rather immobile right now. Yeah. And um, 
But of course, I know she's not going to run off on me right now. So, <laughs> that would be, and if that, she does, that, you could catch her. <laughs> <laughs> I, I probably could. I probably could. Anyway, let's let's get right to uh, fishing here. And uh, you, you you guys have been talking about the bluefin, of course, talking with Rick Scott, Rick Scott, and and TJ and and the bluefin. So, what could be more timely? Sergio, then tomorrow, starting at 8.30 tomorrow morning on Valley Sports West, we're going to air a Bluefin Odyssey, is what what you titled this program, Serge. And, um, of course, it's aboard the Ocean Odyssey, and it's just outstanding uh, Bluefin fishing. And uh, let you talk about it. You know, you had Ron Hobbs with you, of course. and Rhonda. And, uh, and Rhonda and it See, was here's the thing. When Rhonda is on, I just, I'm, I just, she's the star. You know, she's the star. And wait until you see uh, the footage that we did at British Columbia. Okay, that woman is a magnet for fish. Okay, so and that, that's something you know. I love it because you, you know, know I, I, the I, nice thing I can just sit back and just watch. And um, you know, I, I, I didn't invest a lot of time at the beginning, uh, showing her what I could, and then you know what I did? I backed off. And I let, uh, in one of those trips, I let Rick tell her, tell her how to catch fish. And then Ron, how to catch fish. And so when she gets, she gets a sprinkler, because I have a tendency to be, you know, like, oh, lift up the rod. No, no, no. I showed her the basics. And when we went up to British Columbia, I, again, basics, I go, You've, it's all feel. And you, the excitement, though, the, the smile, you know, I'm, we take it for granted. When you get salty like all of us, we take it for granted. And I can't wait until tomorrow to see uh, Andrew. We got Erica who's going to be doing the same thing. I don't know. I don't think she's she's caught a lot of saltwater fish, has she? No, mainly just rockfish. Nothing. I want to see get her get something that's going to rip some drag. That would something be, and I'll tell you, up. some of this, if, if we don't get into a, a Dorado or a tuna halfway to Catalina, um, we will go. Okay, back up to my nice, you know, bass haunts, and there's some very nice halibut in the area. There's some very nice bass. Um, I don't know what's there for bait, but, um, you know, even some frozen squid. I got some frozen squid from Danny, and we can take the frozen squid, and we can just see if we can get a white sea bass or something of the sort. There's a lot of fish in this area, and um, just a matter of finding that right Right color water, right temperature water, and as long as we have a little bit of current, it should be good. And the weather looks decent, okay? So it looks good. It looks good. But Jackson, yeah, listen, the um, that particular episode is just uh, a, a lot of a lot of good, okay? Um, we went out there and we, we we caught fish. I mean, you can't beat that catching fish. You can't beat it, you know. And um, it's a great episode. I don't know well, what else to say. And it really it's, helps out, too, in doing a fishing show when you catch fish. It, it does help out. It yeah. does help. <laughs> okay. It, it does. Ron, it does make a difference. You know, I've, I've been on a, on a few in the old days. I don't think ever with, with Sergio, but back in the Ronnie days, Steve will tell you, you know, we have, well, maybe not zeros, but we, by by 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, I wonder... What am I going to do to put together an episode? But we normally pull something out at the buzzer. But, but Ron, you're right. It, it's and uh, we never have any problem though anymore. But uh, the, this Bluefin Odyssey is one of my favorites. And of course, um, John Sergio, he does such a great job with the 
with the drone and well, and, you know, there's um, some really great underwater shots of this. Um, you're gonna see some really nice quality uh, bluefin come on the boat. Um, you're gonna see these fish boiling around the boat. Um, it, it really is a fantastic episode. And um, it shows you how Rick works so hard to get us always on the fish. That's why we love uh, the Ocean Odyssey as our flagship in San Diego. And TJ does the same thing with the El Dorado, always going that extra mile to get us on the fish. So we've got some yeah. notable guests coming. We've got down from Berkeley, we're going to have Dave Shigematsu and his dad. They're going to be joining us. Um, we're going to have a good crew. I, I think um, who have we got? Mike Howells coming out. We've got Derek from Simply Fish. I mean, we're going to have a lot of good people that we know and we love, and it's going to be a lot of fun fishing uh, again on the Ocean Odyssey. And uh, this weekend, if you don't get a chance to come out with us, you'll get a little feel for it in this particular episode. Okay, so yeah, highly recommended. Highly recommended. Yeah, it 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 really is a good one and. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and hang up and listen here. But uh, you, uh, Sergio, you guys and Andrew and the and the wives, you guys have a good one tomorrow. As you said, Sergio, options. You've got lots of options right now, mm-hmm. and uh, so I hope you get them tomorrow. Can't wait to hear your report. So yeah, and then uh, a- and so that you know, I got a beautiful post from Steve Carson. A Jimmy Buffett loved fishing. He posted. Yes, he did. And he's got a big, huge. Uh, is that a yellowfin? Looks like a yellowfin. Carson, what is that? It actually looks like a bluefin. Is it a bluefin? Okay. Uh, what you kind of have to visual when you're looking at a photo, you have to just always remember that bluefin, their nickname, or albacore were long fins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. ketchup. Bluefin, their nickname is short fins. And if you bend the the um, their, their pectoral fin that's along the side back towards their eye, on a bluefin, the, the pectoral fin will not reach their eye. On a yellow fin... Uh, the pectoral or a big eye, uh, the pectoral fin will reach the eye, and on an albacore, it'll go past. So that's so you kind of have to visually look at that when you have a fish that it isn't obvious or it's not labeled or something like that. All right, perfect. I love it. All right, Danny, I'm gonna let you go. I know you want to get going, okay. so uh, thank you for everything, my friend, and I'll, dig, I'll definitely keep you posted. Okay. Very, very good. You guys have a great weekend. Thank you. All care. right. Excellent. Okay. okay. Well, Carson, I'm glad you mentioned that because right now you can get yellowfin, bluefin, dorado, yellowtail, or any of the of the bees. There's bonita, bass, barracuda still in the area. There's some halibut. I think this is really a month of everything. So we're going to take this break. We'll come back. We'll discuss more fishing and more fishing techniques to catch these fish. Okay, so Andrew, stand by. Steve, stand by. Ron, we will re- we'll be right back on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLA. There's nowhere to go. Oh, no. You made your choice. Radio. AMA 30. Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. 
Freedom Boat Club, Huntington Harbor, San Pedro, Redondo Beach, Marina Del Rey. Live a hassle-free boating experience, enjoying the very best sport fishing in all of Southern California. Center consoles, pilot houses, bow riders, duffies, and much more. Freedom Boat Club, from Ventura to San Diego, plus more than 350 locations worldwide. Call 657-845-2930. That's 657-845-2930. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Hi, I'm Captain Dave Marciano, and how would you like the freshest local New England seafood shipped to you overnight? No running around from store to store to find what you like. We have it here at AngelicaSeafoods.com. Everything from tuna, haddock, cod, clams, lobsters, scallops, we have it all. The finest seafood overnight to your door anywhere in the continental U.S. AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio, AM 830. Welcome back, everybody. It's Angels Radio, AM 830 KLAA, and this is Angler Chronicles. And I think it's time to, to jump in here and start talking about... Um, the ways that you can fish these fish. Um, I'm going to go to the earthworm first, and we'll go one species at a time. We've got a lot of uh, different species here. So let me ask the earthworm, Andrew Mack, the, the, the sweetwater mm-hmm. guy, okay? Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, well, we're fishing Dorado off of Patty. What do you, what, how are you fishing it? And don't say bow and arrow because that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we're, if we're finding Dorado off of Patty, I'm definitely getting the best swimming bait in that bait tank, and I'm launching it just off of Patty and letting it swim over and, and picking them up that way. Okay. Uh, Ron, how would you fish him? Rod and reel. Uh, no, I would... Um, I mean, you can say <laughs> the same thing. Bait probably be yeah. the number one choice. Fly line. Fly line. Okay. Carson, I know you're going to be different. Well, not going to be different in san diego because uh, uh that's you know you kind of everybody's doing the same thing you want to do the same thing when you have dorado jumping around you have a safety issue mm-hmm. um and uh the dorado jumps and he's got a lure in his mouth and he jumps on the and your rod is bent the lure is now coming back at you like a bullet and let me tell you that it, it, it's, it's not a pretty sight if it hits somebody whether it's you or somebody else so yeah, when you're fishing in San Diego or anywhere in Southern California, just fly line a sardine. Kind of a, a lesser-known trick, uh, very popular uh, in places like the East Cape and Cabo, um, is slow trolling with a uh, what they call a strip bait, which can be a, a, a strip of bonita or skipjack is usually best, but it can really be anything. Uh, maybe an inch wide and maybe eight inches long with uh, with the meat on it and just slow troll that. And Dorado, I mean, they grow fast. The way they grow fast is they eat. So uh, that's, that's on a small boat, especially if all your bait died and you just don't have any bait. There's no reason in the world that that would not work in U.S. waters. Right. No, no, I agree. I mean, I, I'm, I, I like throwing things that they haven't caught. So anything from a hookup bait to, uh, 
you know, any of the um, any of the megabates or the cold snipers. But, but I love all work. Those all works are good. Just mm. remember that there is a. a a major safety issue with yeah. those with those doors. Exactly. All right. So, so yeah, that that that's the way to do it. Absolutely. I will. I do have a breaking news, breaking message coming in. Yeah, from Oliver. Okay, from Fishing Syndicate, and this is. I'm going to read to you this, uh, you know, verbatim. Okay, uh, Earthworm, it's for you. It says like this: "Quote, he only knows how to kill them with bow and arrow." Exclamation point. <laughs> Close quotes. So I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you. So tomorrow, Oliver, he's going to get an instruction on fishing syndicate only on Freedom Boat Club tomorrow. So well, hence, you know, he uses bow and arrows. So totem pole, they all go hand in hand. Yeah, I know, but that, that's, you know, unacceptable, that's unacceptable. That's unacceptable. Yeah. That's unacceptable. So okay. Keep going on. And he does it with yeah. carp. I'll let, it, I'll let him live with carp, but, you know, no, 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 no. Okay. Especially when, especially when, when you got Oliver and the best rods in, in, in the industry, in my opinion, right now, right at, at your hand. In fact, let me tell you, okay, I have been so, SoCal um, Tuna Club. I've got to go do a seminar on the on November 16th. And one of their members fished with me up in British Columbia. They didn't bring in. Also, uh, John um, Dickens, he writes for Western Outdoor News. He, he was up and fished with Rhonda and I one day. They didn't bring any gear. So they, I gave them the fishing syndicate rods to try. They said, what is this? We, we've never felt anything like this. I said, oh. Okay, I mean, think about it, Ron. I gave them, well, I took a lot of mediums. I think I took three medium rods. I thought they were perfect because they're rated 20 to 50 for 40 pound test is ideal. Match them up with an accurate 500 narrow, okay, or a regular um, accurate 500, the BVs. And oh my, they had a blast. Light, okay, powerful, and uh, very sensitive. You can, you can feel that thing all over. So. Uh, Earthworm, I'm sorry I had to give you that because when you're being, you're, they're they're listening to you. And Oliver says, you know, only with bow and arrow. So you're gonna have to break that habit. Well, let let Oliver know. I'll put a fishing syndicate sticker on my bow. How's that? <laughs> that would be wrong. That would be wrong in so many ways. But once you bring it tomorrow, we'll dump we'll dump it. Okay, we'll dump it in the ocean. You told me I can't. It's it's not allowed on on the center console. What you no, told it's me. not allowed with me in my presence at any time. Okay, unless we're hunting wild, unless we are hunting wild boar. That I've done with bow and arrow. That's a lot of fun. All right, so uh, let's go next next species. Uh, bluefin, nighttime bluefin. Uh, we'll start same place. Andrew, nighttime bluefin. Nighttime bluefin, I'm going to get my heavy setup out, uh, the uh, Syndicate XXL rod. Uh, it's going to have a 300-pound uh, uh, crimp on there with a, uh, a 450 to 600-gram uh, uh, knife jig. I like throwing, like, the Katy Perry style, anything with the pink, the blue color, um, uh, and that way. And then I'm just basically sending it down, and then as I'm bringing it up, I'm bringing it up very aggressive, send it back down. Uh, typically what I do is I mark the line every uh, uh, 25 yards or so, and that way when the captain calls out, we're marking them at 200 feet, 300 feet, whatever. You know I know exactly I'm just kind of going up and down through the zone. All right. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I think that for nighttime, either that or well, Carson, why don't you talk about the sinker rig? So, well, I, I was going to add, um, 
I, I know that, that Andrew is in a different age category than you and I, Sergio, because as soon as he said 450 to 600 gram jig, you know what I thought? Hmm. I'm sitting down. <laughs> the heaviest jig that I tie on is 400 grams. Yeah. If it won't get to the fish, that's just the way it's going to go. Mm. Um, because when you drop it down, Sergio, you know what happens after that? You got to bring it up. You got to bring it up. Yeah, but that's what and, the rail's um, for. Yeah, they, yeah, that's what the ram jigs, they sink really, really well. Right down, no matter where the fish are, it will get down to them. But, so, my max is 400 grams. I was going to add one other thing, a very popular change, and I'm glad to see it. I, I, you know, I do it about half the time. I've always done it about half the time. But there's been, you know, many, many different variations on the way that you rig the knife-type jigs. Um... You know, or even a flat fall type jig. There's been a lot of variations over the years. But just late, lately, again, we keep coming back to a safety issue. Um, it, rather than uh, two or, in some cases, some people put on three or even four loose hooks that are flopping around and can get somebody, like a, like a boat crewman or yourself, a lot of people are going with a great big owner treble hook. Yeah. ST66 or even the massively heavy owner ST76, anywhere from a 4.0 to a 7.0 on the bottom of their of their knife jigs, and um, you know, yeah, if you put a little like a 1.0 treble hook on the back of one of those jigs, it's not going to hold a big tuna. But those big owner ST66s, ST76s, no, the the hooks that you buy ten for a dollar at Wally World will not work. <laughs> Get, get the owners. They're expensive, but they're worth it. And uh, that, and also, in, not so much in the big ones, but in the in the smaller sizes, like from oh, 80 grams to maybe 200 grams of smaller size jigs, I can absolutely definitively say that you get more bites when you use a treble hook with a jig of that of that style mm-hmm. and that size. Very you good. absolutely do. So that would be my, uh, my, my little... N- Newer, less known trick of the day. All right. Well, Ron, you want to add something? Yeah, I, I, I'm really a now a big believer in the knife jig. You know, um, I just uh, it, it's got to be rigged properly, and I agree with Steve 100. percent 320 to 400. Uh, you know, if the wind's blowing or the current's up, you just throw downwind or down. You know, and just let it sink. And and uh, Andrew already mentioned it. Mark your mark your um, line. So. I'm a firm believer in that, and just remember, you got a real, really fast coming up, guys. And you, and if you don't get bit on the way down, reel as fast as you can and start all over again. Yeah. All right. Why don't you cover the um, the, the the sinker rig, um, uh, Carson? You know, with the bait. Oh yeah. Well, there's a, there's a couple different ways to do it. Um, actually, actually, let, 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 let me let me stop you right there because I'm getting a call in from uh, another captain. Let me go there, but keep that thought, Carson, because that's important. Okay. Let me go, okay. uh, Leilani, let's go ahead and go to uh, Captain Don Ashley from Pier Point Landing. Good morning, Donnie. Good morning, guys, and I'm just sorry, don't forget, uh, happy Labor Day. Let's uh, fly our flags and say a prayer and for everything we have in this great country. It's it's the only time you'll see me now flying a pink color anything because Inter Miami is Ron told me is here in L.A. We're playing. Yeah, uh, Donnie, did you know that Inter Miami's playing this uh, tomorrow? Right here in L.A. Yeah, and I'm dying trying to figure out how I can watch it. 
happen. I'm going to figure out a way. Why? Uh, so they got it blocked out. Uh, I haven't. I haven't gone. I'm still in a state of shock with Disney and Spectrum. So no, I haven't got that far. Ah, I'm going okay. to research it. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Because I know I've got I've got DirecTV. We've got a lot of MLS um, channels dedicated. Maybe one of them will, will allow me to see it. All right. Well, go Messi. Okay. But uh, how is, I mean, you, you started, decided to go offshore from now on. How's that working out? Well, that was a big flat bust. Yeah. You know, we went offshore. We saw lots of fish, beautiful Weather, not very good water conditions. It was calm and all, but the water was off color and it ugly and just uh, no excuses. We saw fish. We did not catch. Uh, yesterday we had a great charter, fireman charter, and uh, we took the people to Cali and that's what they wanted to do and caught a few yellowtail and bass. Benita then came back here and had a you know, like a celebration of life type thing. And then Today we're chartered, so we're probably going to be fishing the, the Sculpin and then maybe going to Catalina. But we're telling the people from now on, be geared for everything. Uh, we're not calling it three-quarter day. It's all day. We might get in a little bit later. But be geared for offshore and for just about everything. It's it's going to happen. It just We were a, little, we were a day early. Bottom line is uh, we, made a, we made a boo-boo. Oh, well, but you know what? Uh, you got to try, and that—that's the thing. I mean, um, right now they're there. It's just a matter of getting them to bite. We were—we fished down south. We fished out of Dana this week, and the water. Oh my God, was horrible. I kept telling Ron, "Look how it had like a brown tint to it." They—they they have some uh, red tide very close to the port there, and very green off color. And the temperature was actually a little bit cooler due to the wind. So, it. But but you know, here's the here's the deal, Donnie. If you don't go looking for them, you're not going to catch them. Absolutely. So we're going to be trying again. We have all of our the information out and, uh, you know, gathering it all together and making game plans as we go. And we'll be out there again. It probably won't be too uh, – in the next few days, we'll probably be out there. Things are going to change. I've said all along and that the best fishing in Southern California is September, October, and sometimes in the first part of November. So just get ready. It's going to come. I agree with you 100%. And um, the only way you can say you should have been here yesterday and been there yesterday is by going there today. Okay? <laughs> that way tomorrow you can say you should what have been here What a philosopher you are. Just, you see? I philosophize. Okay? But anyway, uh, Donnie, um, it, it, what, what's the uh, city of Long Beach doing? Uh, he had a charter yesterday, too, as a fireman charter. We had both boats. And... Mm. Uh, He'll be fishing the sculpin and the bass and the rockfish. Water has not been very good local fishing, but when it cleans up, it's been decent bass fishing. All and right. Uh, well, you're a captain. What should I do tomorrow, Donnie? I, I gotta go to I gotta go to break. So hang on with me and think about that. I've got the center console with me tomorrow. I want you to tell me where I should look. All right, everybody, hold on tight. It's Angels Radio AMA 30 KLAA, the Zanger Chronicles, and we'll be right back. Angels Radio, AMA 30, 
Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AMA 30. It's the time of the season. All right, you're on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA, the Zangler Chronicles, and Don Ashley, it's the time of the season that you tell me where I should fish tomorrow on the center console. <laughs> well, I can tell you right now, there is no great place to go right now, but by this afternoon when all the boats are coming in and you get all the reports from the different news medias and the different, you know, online uh, put all the information to go. It's not supposed to be bad weather. So there shouldn't be any wind, so it'll be nice. But out there, but thinking to grow uh, to be rolled over already. The Enterprise, you know, leaves at uh, or left at six o'clock, so he'll be out there. So we'll start getting reports in an hour or two, and you know, just go from there. And uh, if nothing else, take your camera and enjoy the ride and look at the beautiful coast and the ocean and the birds and the whales and the porpoise and the sea life. We live in a most fantastic place where we can see all that kind of stuff. And, you know, you're, if you go out there to have fun, you're going to have fun. That's exactly what we're going to do. And, um, Donnie, you know, since I have you on the phone, um, there's a lot of private boaters out there. In fact, a lot of the guys that uh, on out of Freedom Boat Club. Um, would you, when the boats are anchored up, um, would you please just... Tell everybody, what, what is the proper etiquette for somebody in a different boat when you have, say, the, the Enterprise anchored up? How far away should they be from the boat? Well, first of all, I would stop your boat quite a ways away, you know, two or three hundred yards. Stop it, not anchor. Just stop and take a look, allow, a look around excuse me, and see what the birds are doing, what the boats are doing, what the other boats are doing. You know, and get some information in your brain and then slowly work over that way, you know, maybe off to the side, off the stern. Don't come up the stern and get real close to it. And the worst thing is getting on the bow because most small boats, they don't have the right 
ground tackle. So they'll throw the ankle, think they're doing a good job, but they end up dragging, they end up having to pull the anchor and start over. So the number one thing would be stop and look at conditions and see what's happening and see what the boats are doing and then uh, see what the other boats around them are doing and then find a spot far enough away where everybody can catch some fish and you know and enjoy the day. Be a the uh, you know, fisherman's etiquette. You know, don't get so close that everybody's screaming and yelling at each other. Yeah, I always say this: if I can put a jig in the next boat, you're too close. Yeah, I agree. That, that's <laughs> a, that's hundred percent. But the main thing is stop, slow down, and reassess it. Look at all the information, and then make your best bet from there. Yeah, and then uh, and then uh, the reason I say it is because I see a lot of. I mean, I see it when I'm on the big boats. I see it, when, and obviously when I'm in the uh, smaller boat too. Um, guys, uh, like like the the Enterprise, any three quarter, half day, overnight, any party boat, um, they work really hard at creating a chum line. It's very important, and there's nothing worse than to see a small boat just cross the chum line and sink out all the fish. So all the time, all the bait, because bait is expensive, you put all that stuff in the water and you see one guy not knowing what he's supposed to be doing. He thinks he can just, just like you said, just come up the stern and just try to take advantage of it. You can. This, it, once you chum, okay, you can pick up plenty of fish on the side of the boat. I would just go parallel to the boat and give yourself about 100 yards, okay? Uh, you you. Well, 100 yards, that's that's 300 feet. Yeah, about 200 feet, I would say. Okay, well, that's the etiquette. Is it on a, um, on a anchored vessel? Anybody know? I think it's 200 feet, right? It's, got, yeah, it, it's unwritten, but yes, yeah. it's common sense. But you know, don't get so close that you're tangled with them all the time. And again, don't throw your anchor up off the bow of the boat and drift down. And I mean, we've seen people numerous times. Mm-hmm. Have to pull their anchor and sometimes get tangled in our anchor. Yeah, allegedly in my younger, allegedly in my younger days, I'd be on a party boat and I'd cast a jig. <laughs> yep, I've, I've heard rumors. Uh, yeah, and allegedly, and I, Your Honor, I have no recollection of that of hitting a boat, but yeah, that's uh, and getting yelled at by the captain. Like, well, they're too close. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, so those are the, the etiquette things. And right now, because of the fishing, the style of fishing that's going on, even when it's wide open bass and barracuda, you know, guys, respect the big boats. And you can use their chum line to your advantage without interfering with them. Okay, they'll call the fish in the area and the fish will, they don't stay still. They move around and they'll do circles and they'll go, they'll cover the area. So, um just, just be mindful of the bigger boats. All right, Donnie, best way to get a hold of uh, either the Enterprise or the um, City of Long Beach? Well, the Enterprise, City of Long Beach, and the Tornado are overnight multi-day trips. So they're all on the website, fairpoint.net. You can do your booking there. And if you need questions, you can call the office, 562-983-9300. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, they can give you some more information. But the basically, PeerPoint.net, everybody have a safe and have fun this weekend and go fishing. Yeah, and I just got a message from one of uh, Farman's, Joe Barrios. He's letting me know that there was a Kevin Wojcik Explorers for Life Foundation uh, fishing derby yesterday on both the boats from city of Long Beach. And we call him Wojo, okay? The, he, his son was one of the 19 that was lost uh, I believe it was in Arizona, in the Arizona fire. Okay, so he was one of the 19. Um, 
and, and Kevin's done an amazing. Uh, Kevin, Kevin was an amazing kid. So his dad, he he made make sure he created this foundation and uh, raise awareness and so much more. They have a museum and there's so much to do with that. And uh, we, we, we remember them. Okay. We remember them. So thanks. Thanks Joe for giving me that information. All right, Donnie, my friend go into Miami and um, hopefully you and I are smiling by Monday morning. I will be smiling because it'll be a Monday and if we're both there, that's enough. a good reason to smile. God bless everybody. Have a good weekend. All right. You take care, brother. All right. Don Ashley. All right. So, uh, listen, I got another hot flash for Andrew Mack. Okay. Andrew, you listening? You better be. Well, of course. Yeah. Well, I just got another message from Oliver. Uh-oh. He says, we'll make him fishing syndicate graphite arrows. <laughs> We're going to dip those in the bite on, too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. Oh, All right. So, listen, we, um, getting back to this, and you see, Donnie, it's, the ocean is ever-changing. We were on a boat. Uh, we were on the Helena on Thursday. And, you know, the water, you, you would think. However, we released over 300 bass. Yes. Okay, we caught and released over 300 bass. There was, I think, 11 of us, 10 or 11 of us, and had so much fun. Every stop, I know I got a fish. Let me let me tell you, Andrew and Carson, the games that I play when the fishing is that good. This is this is what you had to do. You had to throw. You had a fly line of bait. You had to have it bit, and you had to be showing that your line was running. And so you got bit by a bass, and you had to show that you had a bent tip. Okay, and then you had to bring it the bait, not the fish. Okay, so if you brought back an empty hook because the fish told your bait, that's what. So you couldn't if you caught the fish that was wrong. You had to bring the bait as scratched up as possible. Well, let's explain something to everybody. We caught so many bass Thursday that. <laughs> so we were, we're yes. Playing. When you start looking for other things to do, that's how many bass there were, and it was a blast. That was one of the better trips. The Helena, they did, went out of their way. We got on, and the like Sergio said, the water was absolutely terrible. Mm -hmm. But we ended up on a. We went to three different spots and bass, and it was on, on, and on. And yeah, it that was. <laughs> Yeah, I'm getting look. I'm getting another message here. Gary, uh, friend Gary, is saying that he was on the Enterprise on Thursday, and he said they saw the fish, but yeah. they were on the small anchovy. So, right now they got to get settled. Okay, they're just entering our area, so just hang on tight. It'll come. It'll come to fruition. So, worst that you can do is be sitting on the couch when it happens. And the only way you're going to catch them is by going out. And it's, it's a crapshoot, unfortunately, but um, got to make it happen. All right. All right. Uh, There's a couple of things that I want to say about the trip on Thursday. Um, it was on the Helena, and, and thank you, Calvin and Tanner and everybody that is a part of that. Uh, it is a great platform. Uh, it's a small boat, but you take a small load, and it's got plenty of room. They put you on the fish. They know where to fish there. It was incredible. It was, uh, we had so much fun. And I, you know, after we were doing this game of the, you know, we're razzing each other, oh, that bait's too big. I get a smaller one. You know, it just make your fishing fun. That is what it is about. 
But we had a couple people saying we started out there looking for tuna because they were out there. Well, I don't think I'm prepared. I want to tell everybody again right now, and I tell everybody that books a trip, bring something for everything. You know, whether it's one big rod, one medium rod, one small rod, one bass rod, you got to be prepared. Yeah, and then the other thing that I would tell you is this. That the best thing you can do if you're going to be on the party boat, day before you go, make sure you call the landing and know exactly what they're trying to do. Because if they say they're going to the island, you don't need a lot of... I wouldn't carry the super, super, super heavy right. tuna rod, but I would definitely have a 40 or a 60-pound outfit ready to go. Remember, folks, you can have a a rod with, say, 65-pound braid, and then you can put 40 liters, 60 liters, so you can do that, okay? So you can you can adjust. Okay, I've got a call in here. Let me take a caller. I got Ross in Long Beach. So uh, let's go ahead and cue him up. And say good morning, Ross. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Good morning, Pretty Ross. good. How you doing? I'm doing great. You know, you you lost. They lost you a little bit uh, before you went into some of the saltwater fish reports, talking about Thursday and how wonderful it is. Mm-hmm. That was a very good word to describe that trip, Thursday. Well, wasn't it That's, fun? Uh, I, know, I know you were you were one of the passengers with us, and um, did you have fun? I'll tell you what, yep. I haven't had that much fun fishing in a very, very long time. It was one of the most comfortable trips I've been on. The entire group was great. I mean, the day we had Thursday, I would be happy if I had that kind of fishing day every day the rest of my life. You know what? It was pretty much, um, I mean, you had to work a little bit at it, okay? But... Um, and you had to adapt. Sometimes a dropper loop was the best thing. Other times it was a fly line. We had everything from an anchovy to a sardine. These were not huge sardine either. So you had to you had to do the right thing. I think the anchovy got bit a lot better than the sardine. The sardine got a lot of short bites on it. Um, but it was a fun trip. The only thing that we guarantee on our trips is we, and we only have two rules. Rule number one is to have fun. And rule number two is to make sure you follow rule number one, okay? Um, and it was about having fun. I think we all had a blast. And like I said, I was got tired of catching so many calicos, so I said, okay, let's, let's have some fun here. Because you don't realize it takes a little bit of talent, okay, to actually pull the bait out of the the, the fish's mouth and, and keep the bait. You have to bring – and the worse your bait was – I brought one that was almost like a filet, okay? Um we got points, but it, it, it was so much fun, Ross. And I'm glad you were able to join us. And I saw you, and you, you did catch a lot of fish. And um, again, it was just a lot of fun. I didn't see any 10 pounders, but you know what? Um, there was plenty of action. And like I said, I know that we we, we caught and released over 300 fish, so that that was fun. For 10 guys, well, that's know, 30 you know, apiece. The, the, What's that? I'll just say, you know, the, the thing about it, Sergio, is three years, four years ago, we would have had limits. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah we because they, we had a lot of short fish. Those short fish were thirteen and three quarters, mm-hmm. thirteen and seven eighths. Most they would have been limits back then. Were right there, and they would have been easy. All right, Ross. Hey, Ross. I can hear the music. Means I got to go to break. So thanks for calling in, my friend. Hope to see you on the water soon, folks. You're on Angels Radio, AM eight thirty K L A. This is Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back. Of their eyes. 
I'm going where the sun keeps shining through the pouring rain. Going where Angels Radio, AM 830. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Just south of the 405 freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action, causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. The perfect day is my family and I on the boat, out on the waterway. I love it. Nothing but sun, snacks, fishing, and of course, life jackets for everyone. Save the ones you love. Life jackets save lives. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 30. We just read one. I just I just told it to Ron. I thought it was really good. Actually, we could tell both of them. All right, and go ahead and queue up uh, line number three. Okay, I like this one. I'm going to tell it, but you can you can use it. Okay. No, no, go so, ahead. I'm not going to use it. A waiter come. You know, it's in a restaurant. A waiter comes up to uh, Andrew. Okay, and the waiter asks Andrew. He goes, "Sir, how was your fish?" And Andrew says, "Well, um, it was kind of dry." And the waiter responds, well, of course, sir, we had to get him out of the water. But, um, but, um, <laughs> um uh, Was that bad, Carson? <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> That's why it's so good. It's That's so why bad. it's so good. I, you know what? I, I'm with you. And you want to tell him the other one? No, you go ahead. But let me okay. explain something. When I tell my jokes at Taco Tuesday, I try to find the worst jokes I can find because it is classic to look at everybody's face like, Really? <laughs> okay. Well, the other one says, you know, people saw me walking down the street with all my gear, and they thought I was a rich man because of my gear. But in reality, I'm just a responsible. <laughs> in other words, I spend all my money on my gear. Anyway, uh, I got to bring somebody in here, okay? But he, he, if I bring him in, he's he's got to come in with his with his theme song. And I think it had to do with the arrows there, uh, Earthworm. You know what I'm saying, Earthworm? Um, it's Rico Suave. Suave. Without further ado, my dear friend, owner of Fishing Syndicate Rods, in my opinion, the best rods I've ever fished, Oliver Solis. Good morning, Oliver. Good morning, Sergio. How's it going? Well, I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad you called Imagine in. To, Good morning. Oh. Sorry. 
you were saying good morning, everybody. Well, listen, I'm just glad you called in to harass the earthworm. Well, listen, when you guys start talking about arrows, you know, it just gave me a great idea. Maybe we should make arrows for him. What do you think, earthworm? <laughs> I'm just I'm just waiting for Oliver to make me the glow-in-the-dark arrows, like his catfish run. There you go. Glow in the dark arrows. Oh. Yeah, yeah, this is getting so wrong, so so wrong. You don't need to do it, okay? Just man up. You can't bring it on this on the on the center console tomorrow, okay? I will let you use my rods. You can see what a, the true bass rod can do. And uh, this one goes out to Dan and Beverly. The bass <laughs> rod is the best way to do it, okay? And I'll always say, on the bass rod. I even did it in British Columbia. Well, I, yeah, so, I, um, what? Sergio, so I, I, get, I get to use your rod tomorrow? Yes. Actually, no. So the $25 charge for touching his rod. Yeah. So remember that. Oh, man. No, I'm actually so going to... It's going to be a... I'm gonna bring two real. I'm gonna bring two heavy ones that we control with. So I'll bring the two uh, X and the three X. Okay, and they'll have the Boss Thirties on them. Okay, and I'm talking fishing syndicate. And then I'm gonna bring the Bass series. Um, Oliver, one. You actually, you, you made them for me. So talk a little about the inshore ones. I'm really liking the inshore composites. Those are good. And then of course the Seven Ten H, which is my staple. Yeah, I know. So, Sergio, you know, we, we try to make every single type of rod that people want to use. Um, you know, we're already, as you know, working on making the uh, slow pitch mm -hmm. and um, uh, speed jigging uh, rods as well. Um, everyone fishes differently. And so we try to give everybody uh, something that they like. Um, you know, I thought I was only going to make composite rods. Light sensor is powerful. Mm -hmm. And then people keep asking for more. People start asking for a graphite rod. Now we have three in that series for inshore graphite. And people started coming in saying, can I, can we put a trigger on that composite blank? I don't want a graphite because I know it'll break, but a composite with a trigger and, you know, that big hoop of the all-purpose uh, length doesn't allow for a size 17 or 18 or even 20 uh, trigger. So we developed the light, medium, heavy, inshore composite. Mm -hmm. um, and people said, can you make an e-glass? And can you make an S-glass stick stick? So, um, you know, here we are, over 40 different skew numbers uh, covering from two pounds all the way to unlimited. So uh, it's been a fun ride. Oh my gosh. Um, well, I met you when you only had three models. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's when we started light, with you. And light, the, medium, heavy. Yeah. Light, and, 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 and you know what? That's why I called. That's why I called because, you know, the question of what do you need now? And Donnie said, you know, make sure you bring everything that covers you. And as Steve will always say, about four or five rods will cover you on everything because every rod has, you know, uh, a dual purpose. Mm -hmm. There's just only a handful of rods that are very specific, like a jig stick, you know, like a bass rod. Um, but most rods, composites especially, that you can go fish with, uh, will cover you two, at least two different ratings. So your light model, you could fish 20, 25. 
Uh, you're medium. You should, you should be able to fish 30 to 40. You're heavy. You should be able to fish 40 to 50. And so when you think about that, uh, I always show people, if you just want to have four rods, make sure you get the light, medium, heavy. That's going to give you the most range. And then get a double X, something that's rated 50 to 100, 60 to 100, that you could fish 60, 80 on, and that you could actually max it at 100 pounds. Uh, it's not a true rail rod, a true 100-pound stick, but, you know, for, for these fish that are in the 80 to 150 range, as we typically see, uh, it's all you need. And we have killed plenty of 200-pound tuna on our double X, 50 to 100. Mm -hmm. So four rods. Uh, when Danny says, make sure you bring everything. Typically, if you fish on California, you're going to have some type of light, medium, heavy whether that's a, you know, a bass rod, and, and there is a heavy bass rod, right, that companies make just, uh, just like we do. So that will cover you on most of the stuff. Yeah, and, and, and I'm going to well. add to that arsenal because we have a perfect example. We have a two-and-a-half-day coming up uh, Tuesday night. We're leaving on the ocean, honestly. So I'll be bringing the L, the M, so light, medium, heavy, extra heavy, extra, extra heavy, okay? And then, of course... I'll be bringing the bass rod because I have to have that. But this time I'm also going to put in there the jig stick, the 90J. Okay, um, that one you got to have. You're either rich or irresponsible. I'm irresponsible. Okay, because okay? I have a lot. Yeah, yeah. No, I load it up. You know, but here, here's the things. You know, if you're a golfer, you have all these different clubs, right? And everything has right. a specific. That's absolutely uh, right. Yeah, and um, you know, Steve Carson always talks about this. Okay, uh, but then you can have multiple clubs and multiple lists, and and unfortunately, uh, when you get into this quote unquote hobby, okay, uh, to get better, you need better tools. And I do believe that rods can help uh, you catch more fish, okay? Yeah, they're more sensitive, well, more powerful. Ben Seekers will tell you, it's the rod that kills the fish. Right, exactly. At the end of the day, that's what kills the fish. Yeah, that's the, re the reel is just for bringing your line in and applying a little pressure on the well, drag. It has a, that's it, puts pressure on the fish that, you know, creates that extra drag. The fish has to, you know, swim harder to get away from you. The reel mm -hmm. has a purpose, mm -hmm. uh, but the power to kill the fish comes from a rod. I agree. I agree. So, and you've made some rods that, um, and this is why I talk about what we talk about here. Okay, is that the rods are like jewelry; they're the tools. Okay, if you go to a mechanic, he's got the best, you know, tools. I don't want to say brands because Larry will get mad at me. But, um, you know, they have the best brands because that's what they make their living on, okay? Well, in fishing and golf, the same thing. You're always going to get the best that you can. But the nice thing here is you can get a fishing syndicate rod. It's a lifer. What I'm saying is you buy one, and you can keep it for the rest of your life. It's not something you're going to trade up for. This is the up, okay? So I just wanted to say that. I know we're down to about two minutes. So, Oliver, do me a favor. Where can the people get information on your fishing syndicate rods? Follow our social media. Steve Phelps did a great job of promoting it. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, website, fishingsyndicate.com. Uh, come to the shop and talk to GT about your next uh, dream, rod, dream rod at uh, 200 South Beach Boulevard. And Sergio, I actually have a day and a half 
leaving tonight on the Fever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm bringing, for the people that are going to be joining us on that trip, I'm bringing the entire lineup of the S-Las 90Js, mm-hmm. the Junior, the J, and the Apex. I'm also bringing the E-Las. And as you guys saw a couple weeks ago, we have the U.S. lineup ready. Um, I'm bringing those with me to prototype them on this trip. I'll do a little filming with them. Mm-hmm. And uh, those are, those will be available here coming up in the next uh, month or so. Uh, we're going to start off with 25. Maybe, maybe, maybe I should do a little visit tomorrow. Or I no, should... there's a, there's a, there's a set waiting for you with a wing grip panel. Okay, we can use them on the Ocean Odyssey. It'd be perfect. There you go. Okay, then I'll and stop I, by. And I'm fishing with uh, I'm fishing with Rick at the end of, at the end of October. Okay, well I got one minute Thank you left. For the time. Okay, well wait, one before you go, I, we have one minute left. I want to make sure everybody knows that on God, I know I wrote I'll write down October eighth. October eighth. Right. We'll have a little October fest, little open houses we typically do. We've been busy this year, so we're gonna narrow it down to once a year for now. So it's 200, 200 south or 200 north? South Beach Boulevard. 200 South Beach Boulevard. So in La Habra. Off the five, hit north on, on beach uh, if you're coming from, from down south. All right. Well, listen, I can't believe the time is gone. Uh, I think we got less than a minute left. So, Earthworm, thank you. Steve, thank you. Oliver, thank you. Everybody that called in. And, Ron, what do you want to say? Uh, real quick, guys, uh, one of our instructors cannot go on the trip on the two and a half day. I now have an open spot. All right. By the way, we also have spots available on the Sum Fun coming on the 914 and also Victory for the Fishers of Men on 921. All right, everybody. Have a great Labor Day safe one, and we will talk to you next week. Angler Chronicles, we're out of here. Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.